Happy New Year, Princess and the Beers! We are back. It is another glorious year. It is another glorious decade. And we are diving in, as always, to up-level, shift, transform, conquer like the badass warriors we are, 2020 and beyond. So today, I, as always, take a hot second to center in and thank yourself. Give yourself that bit of grace to thank yourself for choosing content that up-levels and inspires and challenges and grows you. Because you could be listening to like the Bachelor podcast, but you choose to listen to content that actually up-levels and grows you. And I know some of you still listen to the Bachelor podcast, Uh, but and that's okay. But it's also about choosing and being intentional, which is my word for 2020, about how you spend your time and how you show up. And one of the things that I have been super intentional about in just the past six days has been allowing myself to have the balance between discipline and rest. Because here's the thing is that a lot of times, especially us high achievers, we are so focused on the do, the goals, the vision. We're keep we're doing, 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 doing. And we can do, do, do. Like it's we are all hard workers. Like no one would ever say that we're lazy except our own crappy inner critic. And yet, so often much of that doing is actually doing us a disservice because when the doing turns into being done out of an energy of scarcity and lack, then what are you bringing in from all that doing anyways, right? So if we chunk up to all that doing, to the fear of that you're not doing enough, which a lot of times it goes down to that belief of I'm not doing enough to bring in money. I'm not doing enough to get my body better. And so what do you do? You go to the gym for three hours or you go to the gym and then you go to a Pilates class and then you go to a yoga class all in the span of one day. Uh, I speak from experience. Or if it's in your business, then you start doing, 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 and you work your 16 hour days and you start posting all the time on social media and you're always on your computer and you're always doing this and you're always doing that. But really, if that doing is coming out of an energy of scarcity and lack, if it's coming from that belief that you're not doing enough, then where does that leave room for grace? Where does that leave room for faith and trust? Where does that leave room for knowing that what you do during your day is enough And it's exactly enough to get you the results that you want. And so an experiment that I've been doing um, for the past six days, especially, but the the past couple weeks, actually, has been really cutting myself off from the doing. Like when I catch myself in a space that it feels like, and here's what the doing, doing frantic energy feels like. It feels frantic. It feels scattered. It feels like you're throwing spaghetti against a wall. It feels... Um, it feels like you're just like, you're grasping at straws, you're trying to do anything, like you're basically like fighting blindfolded. 
and you don't have clarity on where it is that you're actually going or what it is that you're actually doing toward. Um, And when you operate, when you shift into really settling in, and it doesn't have to take long, like you don't have to go open the journal and journal for 15 minutes and then meditate and then, and then, you know, get down into the doing. No, it can take literally two minutes to just say, okay, what am I focusing on? What is the most important priority for me to get done today so that I will feel better, feel rested, feel glorious, feel excited, feel abundant, feel prosperous tomorrow? Because a lot of times when we do, 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 whether that's doing, 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 doing at the gym or it's doing, 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 doing in our business to bring in profit or revenue, what happens is, is that we end up getting very short-sighted about the long-term goal. Because what happens when you bust your ass at the gym for three, four, three hours, and I know because I speak from experience, um, then the next day, you're too sore, too tired, too exhausted to even go. So instead of having and trusting the consistency and compound effect of success, It's like you're trying to get it all packed into this one moment or this one hour or this one day. And that if you don't do it then, then it's never going to happen. When really, we all need to be operating with a bit more of an infinite mindset, looking at how our actions of the day are going to ripple. How are they going to ripple into the next week, into the next year? Like I knew today, for example, I went on and did a live training. I was not feeling like it and did a live training for my Revolutionary Empire Builders, my new membership group, which you can join down below. There will be a link down below. And if it's not open, then jump on the wait list and you can definitely get in on the wait list to join when we open the cart. Um, But no, like I did, I did a training inside my, my revolutionary empire builders group. And I cannot tell you the response that I get from so many of the women and there are men there too. Uh, So it's all inclusive was that, oh my God, thank you for showing up. Cause I literally did it from my bed. I did it lying down. I did it in my boudoir, in my Hanes like cotton sweatshirt. I did put on earrings though and I always wear gold jewelry. So like, and I did put on a little bit of makeup, let's be honest, like I can't not be my future self. But at the same time, like I knew my future self would not have not shown up for that. Like as much as my body was feeling like, "Mm, we're operating at 50% today. And as much as my body was feeling like, "Mm, we're operating at 50% today. Are you sure you want to do a podcast? I was like, yes, I do. Because I want you to know that on those days where your body is saying rest, listen, listen, and trust that the work that you do on those days, trust that the time and the efforts that you spend on those days is going to be enough. And I can tell you from my experiment of just the past two weeks of allowing myself to do and saying, A, that I have a cutoff time for work, so I don't work until all hours of the evening. I have a cutoff time. I cut off at 8.30. The computer is off. It is done. The phone is off. It is shut down. I do not go on Facebook. I do not go on Instagram. It is off at 8.30. I am done doing anything that 
any other things that I do for the day at 8.30. And I trust that the work that I have done for that day allows for grace and miracles from the universe because after all, we're co-creating with the universe anyways. Like it isn't it isn't an, uh, uh, you know, 80% us doing the work and then 20%. No, like we have the opportunity to have the greatest co-creator in the world, like the universe and the creator of the universe, whatever the, it is that you want to call that, the source, God, whatever you want to call it for you, quantum, you know, physics, science, whatever it is for you, whatever that label is, that's fine and good and amazing. But you have that as a co-creator. You have the energy that connects us all as a co-creator. So when you do, do, do from that space of lack, you're trying to overcompensate for the fact that for a worker, it's kind of like if you've ever been in a team project building situation. And I know this because back in high school, I hated team projects. Like, let me know if you're with me on this one, because I hated team projects. Why? Because I would be the do. Everyone wanted to be on my team. Why? Because I would do all the work. Like I wanted to get an A. I was the high achiever. So the B players and the C players wanted to get on my team because they knew that if they were paired with me, we would still get an A because whether they showed up or not, I would show up 150% and I would compensate for their lack. The problem is, is that that trained and that created programming in me that made me think that my teammate, the universe itself, the creator of the universe, like that that teammate was somehow a B player or a C player. No, no, like that the source is something that lives through us. It holds this tiny ball this that we all live on from spinning out of control, like into the mass universe of darkness. Like the fact that we are wake up breathing on a daily basis is amazing. The fact that our planet is still here after thousands of thousands and hundreds of millions of years, like that's amazing. The fact that it still hasn't spun out into the ether of the universe and gone into darkness or get gotten had a comet crash into it is extraordinary. So like let's check ourselves for a second when we start thinking that our our co-creator our co-creator of our destination, of our manifestations, is in any way a B or a C player. No, if anything, we are the B or the C players. And we're, we are the B or the C players because we are not allowing the A player to take a little bit of control, to allow for the work that we do to be enough. And then the universe is like, yeah, babe, got your back. All right. While you're resting, while you're sleeping, having done what you needed to do, having focused on what you needed to focus on, I got your back. I mean, that was literally how our 30 unit uh, apartment complex came into place. Like that was like we were in Germany and Spike was negotiating the deal and it was between the 30 unit and like another property. And we were literally like our investors were 1031 exchanging into this property like it had to work like either it was this property or either something better or something different because we were like okay and so we just like I remember Spike turning to me he said I have done all that I can do to get this deal done and you know I'm gonna go to sleep and I was like awesome cool on the next day we had a 30 unit apartment building with our investors 
So there you go. The same is true for my experiment in these past few weeks. Like, literally, it, it comes down to, are you keeping the main thing the main thing? And are you working in your genius zone? That's the best part about a team, right? Is when you have a team that every single member on that team is operating in their genius zone. Like the universe's side of our co-creation process, um, their genius zone, like the universe's genius zone is miracles. It's grace. It's magic. Like it is magic. It is miracles. Our genius zone is whatever that thing is inside of you that you do best. Like one of the things that I do best is cultivate and cheer on and create transformation. Like that is one of the things that I do best. I've just been blessed with that gift. And I am like, I cheer people on so freaking hard, even if they're not clients of mine, even if I don't even know them. If I'm like, oh, girl, you got this. Like if I see a Facebook post from somebody who just seems a little down, like I am right there dropping the fun gifs and like the the inspirational posts like you could do it cheering them on because I want them to know that like I am a cheerleader. I was cheerleading captain. I was cheerleading captain, by the way, Uh, if you if as if that's a surprise, come on. But that's the thing is that we, when we are operating as a B player, it's because we are not operating in our genius zone. And when we are operating as a C player, it's because we are operating in our zone of competence, meaning we are doing the things that really don't move the needle, that we're kind of okay at, but really we weren't put on this planet to do. Like I... I frequently give reference to when I started coaching, I increased my prices and then I got a little scared. Um, I started doing uh, incorporating consults into it and I would start doing consults and then I would do like coaching and web design. Um, And this was back in like 2015, 2016. Um, And so I would I would get really nervous about just showing up for coaching because I would think, oh, that's not enough. Right. Even though the results that my clients get from coaching now, because I know that it's enough, is extraordinary. But back then, I didn't believe it was enough. So I added on this other stuff, this other stuff that I did well. Like, I can build a website in my sleep. It's super easy, especially on Squarespace. Like, super simple. Like, the Crown Yourself website, if you go to it, like, I built that back in 2016, and it is still pretty much the same site. Like, yes, of course, you know. We've added on the extra press articles and the Forbes and the extra videos and the podcast. But basically, it's still the same site that I built three years ago. Um, And that's the thing is that I added on these other things that were in my zone of competence. And I was like, why is it feeling like a struggle again to get clients? Why is it feeling like a struggle to to work? Like, why am I working until like nine o'clock at night building a website? This is something I don't even enjoy. Like I can do it and I'm good at it, but I don't even enjoy it. And that's when I had to check myself and be like, ah, web design, that is in my zone of competence. Maybe my zone of excellence, but not so much. But definitely not my zone of genius, not my zone of genius. And so when I decided that what I was doing enough as a coach was enough, that's when things started to really shift. And I started to put in the work. And so I started to then work harder as a coach and get booked more, which is awesome. But at the same time, I would do the other things in my business that maybe are in my zone of excellence, maybe some that were still in my zone of competence. And it was starting to get me a little burnt out. It was starting to get me exhausted. And so these past 
literally two weeks, I have surrendered to just focusing on doing what it is that I do best, which is challenging, transformation, coaching, speaking, and just creating, and then allowing my team and the universe, you know, the greatest teammate on the planet, I mean, in the universe, to support me. And let me tell you guys, like, the transformation of both, like, the ease that I feel, because I'm not trying to, like, juggle managing being a mom while also, like, doing things on the computer, because I'm only focused on working for the few hours of time that I have. And when I have those few hours of time, I am only working in my genius zone. And that's the thing. That's the biggest shift. And I am only also working on things that I know bring in profit. So I challenge you to my business owners, what is it that you are focusing on in your business that is not a needle mover? What are you focusing on in your career that is not really transformative? What are you focusing on in your business that is not profit? Like a lot of times, I see this with a lot of my solopreneur clients. They're like, oh, but I need to update my website. I'm like, yeah, you can hire someone for 15 bucks or $10 somewhere in the world to do that for you. To All it takes is a screenshot of the article or whatever it was that you were featured in and just to upload that. Like it does not take a lot of work. But they focus on like, I need to update my website. I'm like, well, do you actually know how many people are actually visiting your website? Because if you don't have like massive traffic to your website, I guarantee you updating your website is probably the last thing that you really need to do. But we get so focused on this extra productive procrastination bullshit that that is when we get into the space of the frantic, the grasping at straws, the 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 throwing spaghetti against the wall and like hoping it sticks and we're just doing, doing, doing. We're working on our business all the time. And oh, do you feel that energy? Like how like unattractive that is? Like what is that saying to your ideal clients and customers who are coming to you in some way for transformation, inspiration, and to change or a, a respite from the world or to have some form of transformation? Are they thinking, ooh, I'm not sure what this is, but I'm not feeling like really drawn to this anymore. So I don't know. Maybe I'll put it off. Maybe I'll do it for another time. Whatever it is, whatever thing it is. But sometimes when we're putting out that energy because energy, literally, it is everything. And when you chunk up and really check yourself on the intention to circle back to my word of the year, check back, circle back to the intention of where is this coming from? Is this coming from a place of faith or is this coming from a place of fear? Is this coming from a place of love and service and support or is this coming from a place of need and lack and want and scarcity and when you check yourself and this is a daily check-in this is like sometimes even a momentary check-in when you're feeling that that bit of frantic energy I challenge you to just pause and say okay how am I operating am I operating from an intention and a, an energetic space of faith and trust, knowing that the work that I'm doing right now is in my genius zone or in my, it is what I was put on this planet to do. And that because I am working in my genius zone, that the universe is going to show up as the co-A player and do its part and bring in the money or the clients or the results that I'm looking for. 
And then am I operate or am I operating from a place of fear? Am I operating from a place of scarcity and lack and need? Like, oh, I need to get all these social media posts out because I need to get more clients or I need to get more people to my workshop or I need to la 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 la. Whatever it is, check yourself. Allow yourself to have that moment of awareness when you catch yourself in that frantic energy. The same is true for your body. If you're catching yourself in an energy where you're tracking your calories, and I'm not saying tracking your calories is bad or working out is bad. Like you can work, like it's none of this is bad or good. There is no morality in this. It is just simply energy. So check yourself as to the energy that you're putting behind the tracking. So I track my calories. I look at the energy. And when I track my calories, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. This is a form of self-awareness so I can see how much I'm putting in my body, what is serving me, and what is not. But I do know that when I get into a more frantic energy of feeling like I'm grasping at straws, like I quote unquote have to do this because of this, that, and therefore reason, then a limiting belief, an old belief, a negative pattern is resurfacing and I shut that shit down right quick. And I'm like, okay, no more tracking. Or okay, I'm going to take a day off from the gym. Or okay, cool, I'm just going to rest in bed and allow myself to sleep instead of being really disciplined as a, <laughs> being as disciplined AF and like jumping in and working out and waking up early. Because as much as we need both the discipline of the doing, you got to check yourself on the energy that you're bringing to the doing. Because when I, and I know this from experience, when I operate from a place of doing, of a, from a place of like need or lack or scarcity, I get burnt out, I get sick, I get overwhelmed, and like, I don't want that for you. No, no, you deserve to live an abundant, joyful, amazing, extraordinary life. So check yourself on the intention and the vision that you have, because like I said earlier, it circles back to when you are operating from a place of faith, trust, and abundance, and operating in your zone of genius, oh baby doors open up and you you know that what you're doing is enough and I literally conclude my work I conclude my work day and I encourage you to do the same with what I did today was enough I know I focused 60 percent 70 percent 80 percent 90 percent in my genius zone and what I did today was enough and if I didn't focus, you know, 70% or more in my genius zone, then I'd go back and I say, I forgive myself for not operating in my zone of genius. I allow myself to trust that the work that I did that was in my zone of genius that the universe is going to carry and support that. And then I rest. Allow yourself the grace to rest in faith and trust, knowing that the work that you do is supported. And a lot of times what I have seen from my clients is that when they are in the frantic energy of the do, 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 and they're working eight hours, sometimes 16 hours a day, they're actually not working in their zone of genius. They're actually working in their zone of competence or their zone of excellence, but it's not really in that area that they were, are just, they just thrive in. And because of that, 
it really pulls their energy into this belief that they need to or have to or it's lack and scarcity when really if they tailored it back more often into just focusing on what they do extraordinarily well and doing that with intention and faith and trust that that would be enough and discipline themselves to focus on that solely, the results are extraordinary. I can tell you, I've experienced them just in the past few weeks. It's been amazing. So like, just I encourage you to, to go forth this year in faith and trust and know that you are an A player when you are operating in that genius zone, that purpose, that vision, that, that, that future self version of you that you have in your heart, that you have in your soul that shows up that shows up with discipline and also knows when to not show up or what to not show up for because it's just not resonating at a heart center level. So if you love this episode, please take a screenshot of it and tag me on Instagram at Kimberly.Spencer. And I look forward to hearing from you and I love getting your DMs and your breakthroughs about the podcast and things that you learn. So please feel free to start a conversation with me on DM. I love chatting with you. Have an extraordinary day. And as always, remember that your reign is now.